Well, thank you for joining me here today on Good Company. I am so excited because I have company, not just producer Mike today. I have Sarah Klein, who is joining me now. She is a part of a podcast along with Amy and Carrie. It's called Take Heart Special Moms Podcast. They also collectively wrote a book called The Other Side of Special. And so we're going to dive deep into Sarah and her life and this incredible venture that she and Amy and Carrie are on. So Sarah, thank you so much for being my good company today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to dive into this because I'm always fascinated when I see women coming together to fill spaces, to create community. And that's what I see you, Amy and Carrie doing. Mm-hmm. Yes, we love it too. So you, Passion. yeah. And so you're focusing really in on a, a community that we don't talk much about. Um, those who are working with their children who have special needs, maybe it's a, uh, a sibling, maybe it's a parent. It's really interesting how the community is so, um, so much energy and resources are going in that sometimes I feel that they might feel isolated or alone. Sarah, why the connection to the community? Well, my son, my youngest son actually has a terminal, it's a progressive and aggressive form of muscular dystrophy called Duchenne muscular Mm. dystrophy. So that's my tie to the community. And I just found that I have ties to, I actually met Amy and Carrie in a writer's group and we formed an instant connection, not because our children had similar disabilities or special needs. It's actually, there are... (laughs) Our stories are vastly different, but what we found is a similar connection. We just connected over feelings Mm. and our, even though our paths were completely different, our journeys are completely different. Our children's diagnoses, their ages, genders, even races are completely different. (laughs) Our, our feelings are the same as the caregivers, as the moms and if we were feeling that way, others had to be feeling that way. And we met for the first time in March of 2020, literally a week before the world shut down. Oh my goodness. Uh, Perfect timing. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> and we live in different states. And so we we just met in a writer's group and we, we kind of joke because Carrie kind of did not want to write about special needs. She kind of wanted to take a break from that. Rightly so. I mean, I, I think we all just kind of like, oh, we've had enough. Yeah. We just wanted something for ourselves. Um, but we just knew that there was something else out there. And we wanted to tell other people when we figured out we weren't alone, we wanted other moms and other women to know you're not alone either. And it just took off from there. And it took on a life of its own. And we are so grateful for it. That's the thing, though, about being in these kinds of situations is that the common denominator is that we're human. We have feelings and those feelings are 110 percent valid and to embrace those feelings. But sometimes you need the encouragement from others to allow yourself to go through all the feelings. Uh, What are some Mm -hmm. of those feelings that you guys dive into? Well, I think the difficult and the messy, the the tagline of our book, actually, it's called The Other Side of Special, and it's navigating the messy, emotional, joy-filled life of a special needs mom. And the, the joyful part, that's a given. We love our children. We would do anything for our children. And, and as moms and just as parents, caregivers, to dig in, to do the daily tasks, that's a given. We, we all do that. But 
it's the the guilt, the jealousy that we have. Those are those are really difficult to talk about. And so as parents, you don't want to talk about the guilt. You don't want to talk about the jealousy. You don't want to talk about the fear. Uh, for me, it was the anger I had. Um, I, for, for me personally, I grew up in a Christian home and I really struggled with the anger that I had. I had, whenever we told that my son was terminal and that the average life expectancy at that time was 23 years old and that he was going to every muscle in his body was going to deteriorate, including the heart and lungs. Mm. So not only was he going to have a life expectancy of mid twenties was the average. And we've seen friends of ours that their children have died from anywhere from nine to their thirties, but their bodies would shut down. And I was so angry at the doctor that, that delivered him. Cause I was like, he told me, that I had a healthy baby boy. Like I just, there was so much anger that did not make sense. And I knew in my, my mind, I knew in my heart that I wasn't being rational, but nobody could tell that to my heart. And so, and then I was angry at God and I knew that I shouldn't, like, I I thought I shouldn't be. Um, I was angry at my husband because my husband wasn't handling it the same way. He was just, he was powering through, he was going to work, he was doing what he needed to do. And he was not, he was not showing the same emotions that I was handling it. And other people were telling me, it'll be okay. And I, I was angry at everybody. And I didn't, and I'm not typically an angry person. And so I, I felt like everybody just wanted me to get over it real quick. And I didn't know how I was going to get over it. And I just didn't think that I was prepared to be, I, I just didn't, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I just didn't think I was going to be woman enough, honestly, to do this life. And so how do you talk about that where you love this child so much and I loved his brother so much and how am I going to be a mom to these child, these children when I didn't think I had it in me to do it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be a mom my whole life. And now all of a sudden I just didn't think I had it in me. Um, and then the guilt, there's the guilt too. It's like all of a sudden... I'm like, well, we're never going to be able to retire. We're never going to be empty nesters. We're never going to have. And then I thought, well, oh, wait, God, (laughs) you know, oh, wait, no, no, no. I, you know, because I was like, well, we're never going to be able to travel. We're never going to have an empty nest. And then I thought, well, eventually we'll because he's he's going to go. I mean, there, he will die. Eventually he's going to die an early death. And then I thought, oh, wait. And then I felt like I had to put a caveat on it. Mm -hmm. I had to. I was like, oh, well, God, no, I didn't mean that. Don't take them too early. And then, yeah. you, so then you have the guilt and and then time goes on and my his friends were starting to get older and they were going to, they joined baseball teams and they got scooters for birthdays and I couldn't buy that for my son. Yeah. And I was like, what do I do? Buy an accessibility hand, you know, backpack for his wheelchair? No, no kid wants that. Yeah. So then I was getting, je- you know, I was getting jealous and there were really difficult emotions that, nobody, even my sister and my mom, who I'm so close to, they wanted to understand, but they couldn't. And nobody, because my son is so rare, nobody understood. I didn't know anybody else that had a child with this. So Mm -hmm. nobody could understand. And my husband just was like, I just, I want to power through and I'm going to work and I'm taking care of my family. And so I just didn't have, and you know, I'm not blaming him. We just, we were handling it different. And so 
And that's the way marriages are, right? Right, right. You know, you handle things differently because you're different people. And the men are like, okay, I can do, I can do. Yeah. And you're thinking, I just need a B. And then I'm assuming there's a level of grief too. Absolutely. And it's ongoing. Yeah. And I know that there's no end in sight. Yeah. Because once the culmination of this disease happens, it's going to be a completely different level of grief that I don't want to even think about. Yeah. And so... And I didn't want to put that on my husband because I knew he was struggling in a different way. So we were trying to avoid each other to try to, we didn't want to amplify each other's grief. And that was just adding to the marital issues. And so it was just, it's just, it was just compounding and none of, we didn't know what to do with it. So, Mm -hmm. um, and then whenever I met Amy and Carrie, they had the same emotions, but in a different way, just because their diagnoses were different. So um, I was like, it was almost like I hated to be in that club. Nobody wants to be in this club. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah. I hated that I was, I'm friends with them. Like I would love that they weren't in this club. Yeah. But I am so grateful that they're in the club with me because you have people to lean on. They get it. You don't have to explain. Like I am so jealous of friends that get to buy the baseball bats. And they're like, oh, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. And, and you you don't have to feel guilty. You don't have to put the caveat on it that, I really am a good person. Yeah. I really do love my child. <laughs> yeah, I like I'm other not a people. Horrible friend. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. it's lots of levels and layers and it's it's complicated yeah. and it's messy, but I it just from hearing you and your perception on it, there's an element of beauty as well. Yeah, and I think it just we wanted other people to understand you are a good person. It does not mean that you're a bad Christian. It doesn't mean that you have to fast forward through your grief. And it doesn't mean that you can't have those messy emotions. And you don't have to pick and choose the emotions. Because I think too often we feel if we have grief, we can't have joy. Like you have to pick and choose do you have the negative quote unquote emotions or do you have the positive? And you can only, you can only take one at a time. And that's not the way we were built. Mm-mm. You can have both. Yeah. So you can, you know, Carrie's son has had over 60 something surgeries. Oh, wow. And he's, he's 15. So she can be in the hospital with her son and be angry and have the grief that once again, her other three children, she's not with her other three children. She might be missing an important dance recital, or she might be missing an important basketball game or, or whatever for other children. So she can feel jealousy and the anger or the grief or the sadness, but a good friend can drop off a gift for her, or she can meet a nurse that she builds a rapport with and have that gratitude and that joy that there's a gift, that there's a silver lining in all of this. So she can hold both of those emotions together, I guess, is what we want people to understand is that you don't have to pick and choose and it doesn't make you a bad person. You don't have to fast forward it. Mm -hmm. You can live through it. Our emotions can coexist, which is, I think, a testament to just the incredible God that we have. We can lean into the positive or the negative, or we can just kind of sit in the middle of the confusion. (laughs) Which one will I be right now? Right, right. And I, you know, I've told my, I tell my children all the time, whenever they get angry, I've told them before, I said, even Jesus flipped tables, mm-hmm. but he did, he, he didn't flip tables every day. So <laughs> we have, we have to figure it out, but you know, God gave us these emotions. We just have to learn how to 
navigate them. And that's why we were saying navigating. This this book is not a how-to. Amy and Carrie and I will never say that we have this all figured out ever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. with God, we can we can, he helps us navigate them. And that's that's really what it's about. And I think when you're in community with each other, we spend so much time with our head down taking care of our children. It's okay to pull our head up and look around us. And it's okay to take our eye off of our children every once in a while and say, we need something for ourselves. It's kind of like um, Amy. I love Amy's analogy. She always says the the airplane oxygen mask analogy. You have to put your mask on first. And you can only, when you do that, then you can take better care of your family. Why is this an important conversation to have? I think too often we get in a groove where we have to, well, a lot of times what we do as moms in general, and it doesn't, it's not even just special needs moms. And I don't even think it's moms. I think it's dads too. Um, We spend so much time with our head down, plowing through our daily life. We don't take the time to stop and just say, what do we need for joy today? What does God want us to get out of today? What does God want us to find joy in today? And I think that's a really important concept. And what does God want us to reflect upon today? And so at the end of each chapter, we do have reflection questions. And I think, and Amy Carey and I believe that that's very important to stop and reflect upon what God has given us. And it's really easy when, like my son has 28 medications and the cost is astronomical because not all of them are covered by insurance and you have them you have the insurance claims and you're on the phone all the time. It's really easy to get bogged down in that and to feel the negativity. So I spend some time every day just trying to find what's the gratefulness in the day. And I think it's really easy to try to, to try to, to miss that. And so I try, I, sometimes you just have to be very intentional with trying to pick out the positive in every day. And for me, I have to be intentional about that. I really wish I was the kind of person that just walked through life and tossed joy around, but I don't, I'm not always like that because Mm -hmm. it's a really hard life that we lead. And I think you have to be really intentional about that. And I don't think you should feel guilty about that. I think sometimes God wants us to be intentional and to, and I think that's really about needing him too. And if you're intentional and you're in the word and you are spending that time with him and reflecting upon, okay, God, what did you give me today? What do I need to do better? That's also building that intimacy with him as well. Yeah, absolutely. Sarah Klein, she is one third of the podcast, Take Heart Special Moms, also co-author of The Other Side of Special, along with Amy and Carrie. Sarah, thank you so much for taking some time today and sharing about your book, your podcast, and your heart of connecting this community in a more intentional and beautiful way. Thank you so much for having me.